Welcome to Widow Too Soon. I'm Michelle Vader, and I am here with my co-host and friend, Mark Massaro. How are you doing today, Mark? Doing well. How are you, Michelle? I am good. We're happy to be back. We had a little break, and we are ready to go back in full swing, having our episodes out every week. So it's been a little bit uh, since we last chatted on the podcast. Um, what has been happening in your world? Uh, I work. That's <laughs> yeah. all. No, just just work <laughs> no, and <done. laughs> we did a um a fourth of july party which is nice. awesome um that was that was really cool we have a there's a community close to us um that they do a huge fireworks show uh, every fourth nice. of july and i can see it from my backyard so i milk that and usually have people over for like a barbecue and we all gather around and watch the fireworks um and, and not a whole lot of new stuff just you know hanging out doing life yeah. What about you? Uh, well, we also had a 4th of July party, but no fireworks. <laughs> it was like the weirdest 4th of July party. So, you know, we recently moved out to the country, which I was super excited about. Yay, out in the country, you can have fireworks. Luke and I used to host, it was our one party a year. We'd host a 4th of July. So the kids were all excited this year. We're going to host, we got the pool set up. And Haley's like, we're going to have people on the roof. She likes to sit on our roof. Anyways. And That's a cool. week before we had like this heat wave, like 115, like your kind of weather. <laughs> and for some reason, I think it made fires come or something. And then they said no fireworks. So it was the saddest. And it wasn't like people were trying to cheat in there. I mean, we had signs everywhere. Like you will go to jail. Like it's a big deal. Wow, really? It was, yeah, it wasn't just a fine. It was like, you go to jail. So wow, um, we didn't want to do fireworks. So we had friends, family, neighbors, and we actually did karaoke. And nice. it, my brother brought his karaoke over and it was fun. My brother and I did a little rap um, <laughs> from some like 90s groups. And it was like kids thought we were really hip, dumb. Hop, hip it to yeah, the, hip it to the, hip, hip you don't stop. The <laughs> there you go. Yeah, pretty much like that. Yeah, you should have been there. You would have loved it. So um, that it was a different kind of 4th of July. We played games and hung out. Yeah, so that's one of the big things that happened. And, you know, just spending time with the family, the pool, getting ready to go on a vacation, you know. Nice. Summer life. It's one of the great things about being a teacher is the freedom of the summers. <laughs> I mean, that's actually. That is pretty cool. It is. So how I decided, was a little side note, back note, went to be a teacher is when I was in high school, I worked at a daycare. And I loved the kids. And I was like, I want to do this, but I want to teach them stuff. And then I chose it because all I really wanted to be was a mom. That was like my number one job occupation I wanted. So I was like, well, then I can have the same hours, the same summers, like all that. So that's one of the biggest reasons I chose being a teacher is because I wanted to have that time with my kids. And so anyways, that's a little that's cool. <laughs> backstory of how I became a teacher. So I'm super excited today. I think we forgot to tell you the title, but I'm going to tell you right now. It's called Surviving the First. So Mark and I have survived. Yeah, we've been through all the holidays, um, you know, without our spouses. And I am uh, 13 and a half months out and Mark's about 11 months out. So we've gone through all of these. So today we're just going to talk about how they were for us and maybe give you some ideas. Now, the biggest thing to know there's no wrong way to experience your grief. There's no wrong way to experience the first, you know, everybody is different. Um, I have some widows that have talked to me about like different things that they did. So I was going to mention some of that. And so, yeah, we're basically just going to talk about the holiday. So Mark, what do you think was the hardest holiday for you in this first year? Uh, well, 
pretty hands down it was mother's day oh yeah um for me it was it was mm-hmm. uh it was really sad um my day ended up turning around which was great but um in church monday morning they were talking all about the mothers and uh just about all the things mothers do and mm-hmm. how we should how you know telling the men like you should be grateful for your wives and um it just gave me this feeling of like I was grateful I was incredibly grateful and you know it was really sweet but it still was um hard for me is when I walked out of church they were handing out flowers to all the mothers and I have a lot of friends in church and um I was friends with the girl who's handing out the flowers and she's like Mm -hmm. hey Mark she's like why don't you take a flower too I was like you know what I will and I took one but I felt weird because I'm walking around (laughs) with this like bright yellow flower and it just, I felt like it just brought more attention to right. the situation, but uh, Father's Day was difficult too, mm-hmm. um, but not as much as Mother's Day. You know, it was more like mm-hmm. Mother's Day was like, I thought about all the, the things I would have been able to do for her. Mm-hmm. Father's Day wasn't as hard because it was more of like a selfish, like all the things I was missing out on being treated to or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that was a little easier, but how about, how about for you? What was the hardest one for you? Ooh probably Father's Day (laughs) Um, or Christmas, actually Christmas. We'll get to that one in a minute, but I kind of wanted to speak on those two holidays from my point of view too. Um, Father's Day, I was definitely, it's the same kind of things that you were feeling. It's a big empty seat at church. (laughs) Like it's, you know, it was so empty and we actually, you know, the same thing, they give out things for Father's Day and they were giving out donuts and we actually took some donuts and took them to the cemetery (laughs) and left them there. And, um, you know, I know that he's not there and all of that, but it's just part of how I grieved. I actually, you know, talking about the first, I went to his graveside every month on the day for the first year. It was just something I did on the 23rd of every single month. The kids went with me sometimes, not very often. The very beginning, it was hard. I'd cry a lot. And I know everyone deals with that differently, but for me, it was just a special way to just grieve. And mostly I'm not, you know, I would not really be talking to him. I'd be praying like, you know, Jesus help me. <laughs> like, And then I would listen almost every single month. I would listen to our song. I'd have my music with me, which would make me cry more. <laughs> and, and then, I mean, then I would give him little updates, even though I know he's not there. He's in heaven. I just be like, Hey, you know, this is, it's happening. for you, not for, it him. was for me. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I know some of you listening probably do the same thing. Like mm-hmm. it's okay to talk to them. Like it's, it's our grieving process. So yeah, Father's Day was really hard just knowing that like he should be there and we always celebrate Mm -hmm. him and like thinking about the Father's Days in the past. But for us, it was actually the second Father's Day because he passed away in May. So this year was our second. The first one was way harder because we went to something for my dad and my brothers and it was like two or three weeks after he died. Um, So it was really hard. We were just really sad. Mm -hmm. Um, Mother's Day was hard, but not as hard. Like it was you know, my, my kids are teenagers, but they didn't really remember except for um, my daughter who left a sweet note on my door and stuff. And that, that daddy's proud of me and that um, she hopes to grow up to be like me. It was really sweet. So wow, that's those, awesome. those days were hard. Um, but, you know, we, we kept busy like Father's Day. I believe we, yeah, we went to my parents' house to do something for my dad. And then Mother's Day, we went out to lunch with my mom, you know, to so try to, you know, still go out and do things. Um, but I want to go back to what really was my hardest holiday, <laughs> Christmas. So Luke was Christmas guy, like through and through. 
we loved like anything Christmas. We would start in October watching Christmas movies. Like literally. That's so me. That's yeah, you do so the same me. thing. Oh my gosh, yeah. And is your favorite Christmas movie National Lampoon yep. Christmas? That's I knew you were going to say that. Yep. That <laughs> and he would like just I, I turn had to on. Start early so I could watch it multiple times before yes. Christmas. Yes, and like he would just turn on the intro and be like, "Oh, this makes me so happy." You know, the intro is oh, really funny. Like, yes, Christmas. There's a vacation. very magical <laughs> feeling around Christmas yes. time, especially for believers. Like yes. we we know what it represents of course you know the savior being born but there's just a very magical feeling around christmas time and it's just legit and i'll, I'll go into it when you're done but um the christmas was hard for me too because it was you know what you know, i was about to say too legit too legit <laughs> to quit anyways go ahead sorry you were serious i really set you up <laughs> for that one um Wait, christmas what were you saying i just on. couldn't <laughs> Let me just gather my, okay. So we normally go through, there's this neighborhood that completely goes all decked out at Christmas mm. time. Like all the, all the houses are in sync with one another. Um, there's like loud, um, you know, there's music. Uh, it's playing to like a radio station. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And so when you drive through the neighborhood, you set your car to that radio station yes. and all the lights are synced to it. And it's just awesome. It is really cool. And Lacey and I used to do it every year we looked mm. for I mean we would go we had like this you know routine where we would either um like stop at Starbucks and get like some hot chocolate or stop somewhere you know wherever. yeah um or knowing Lacey she would make it at home before we left <laughs> to save money um nice but we would cruise through the neighborhood and uh we'd usually do a lap in the car and then we'd park around the corner because it's crazy busy I mean like there mm. were times where we would wait 45 minutes just to get into the street Oh, wow. um and then but once you're there it's cool you turn your lights off and you're just in it and it's cool but then we would usually leave the neighborhood and go park a couple blocks away and then walk it mm -hmm. uh, and so the yeah last year I still took the kids to do it oh, and I, I actually went with my cousin um who I only met a handful of years ago and that was that's a whole nother story but mm -hmm. um we, we've become really close really good people and um they took me um oh, nice. I wanted to take the kids and I didn't mm. feel like driving and I don't know it was just in a funky place that day and I ended up I was feeling like so much grief I just asked him if it was okay if I laid my head down and I just like kind of slept in the front mm. seat as we like rolled through the neighborhood so anyways I'm sorry I totally took over no um, no story, this is but... about both of us and what it was like that's hard you know and some people listening might be in that place that you were you know, where it's just too hard and too new and like so overwhelming that mm -hmm. it's really hard to deal with. And yeah, well, going back to Christmas stuff that um, we went through. So anyways, he was Christmas guy. It was our thing, like Christmas movies and like make cookies. And well, when I say make cookies, what I mean is the ones that are frozen. I put them on the cookie sheet. I put them in the oven. Okay. Let's just be real on that. Hey, to me, that's making cookies. Yeah. When he's like, can you make cookies? I'm like, sure. No problem. So we would do that. Like, I mean, every night and gain a lot of weight at Christmas time, but it was worth it. It was so much fun. And just like, he just was so happy at Christmas and like looking at the lights and like all of the things and so, you know, and I even remember right before he passed away, like he cried about Christmas. Like he said, mm. I don't want you to have to do Christmas without me or something like that. And I'm like, we're going to be okay. It's all right. 
Um, so no, actually I know what it was. So this was May that he passed away, but his sense of time and everything was off. He actually was crying and he said, I don't want to die on Christmas. Mm. And I said, don't worry, you won't, you know, like, and it's okay. He was like really worried about it, you know, cause not everything's functioning correctly. About right. Their, their, their sense of time off. Yeah. Yeah. But that was really sad for me. But anyway, so this Christmas I was like dreading it because how am I going to face Christmas? Like like without Christmas guy, like how yeah, are we going to yeah. do, he yeah. did, you know, and every single year we chopped up, no, he would chop down the tree and like, we'd go to a Christmas farm and it was oh, like, wow. yeah, he, like, straight, he was straight wing Clark Griswold. Yes. Yes. I'm telling you, he was Christmas guy. And so I was like, I can't do this without him. And I'm like, we are going to that Christmas tree farm. We are figuring this out. And we actually end up going to a different one with my brother to help us. Cause I'm not so good at the tree thing and Hayden did part of it too so it was kind of cool for him but it was just overwhelming like mm. how can I do this without him so what we did was add in a few like we had the same traditions my kids are very much like well we have to do this 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 is this you know and then they were like well who's going to put the star on the tree and like because Luke always did so I let Hayden this year and Hayden's like I'm going to do it every year I'm like nope we're going to switch so every year we're going to do it like a different kid can put it on That's um cool. I talked to a friend who said she just couldn't even face getting down her Christmas decorations. So she bought all new decorations and that's what her and her kids wanted to do. So there's no right or wrong way for me. I yeah. loved unwrapping all of them. Another side note, while you Christmas time is hard. I, I don't know if I told you this before, Luke and I got engaged while decorating Christmas tree. So, oh. so this is like, it was like a lot of stuff. So it was like, yeah, December 1st, putting up a tree um, where he lives and, um, there's these little ornaments I had bought, like a little snowman. One says Michelle, one says Luke. And I would put them on the tree or something. And I turned around and like the ring was hanging from the Luke one. <laughs> and he's like, um, I the said, ring was hanging from the Luke one. Like there's a little Luke, uh, a little snowman oh, okay. Luke on it. And he okay. had it on there. Like he was asking me, he's like, I think the snowman has a question or something. And then he got down on one knee and it was, so it was this big, beautiful thing. So, um, that's also why this is hard too. Cause it's like, it was our time, you know, mm -hmm. anyways. So yeah, there's a lot like, more meaning to it. Yes. There's so much behind Christmas time. That's so hard for me. Well, and I mean, then, yeah, I was gonna, that's what I meant. Yeah. Especially for you. Yeah. And then also another thing about Christmas. So we got married at this beautiful Victorian mansion. Um, when I was in eighth grade, I went there with my family cause it's all decorated at Christmas and has a gazebo and lights. And I'm like, I'm getting married there someday. And I did. And very much I put my mind to something that's what I want. So I was like, I don't know where we're getting married. <laughs> Anyways, so we would go every Christmas and go look at the lights with the kids. And so we'd visit, we'd be like, here's when we took pictures every year. This is where we said I do. This is, you know, like, this is where mm -hmm. we walked down the aisle and didn't go this year. I couldn't do it. Uh, I was like, yeah. maybe some other year, but I'm not ready to see this without him. So, I mean, that's a lot about Christmas and the actual day was super hard, you know, just, um, you know, going to his parents without him, like there's an obvious hole, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, and just, uh, I cried a lot that day, <laughs> a lot. Um, so that's kind of what we did, you know, and just like some new traditions, like we're doing it different this year and I don't know. So what was actual, like, like Christmas season and everything, how was it for you in addition to what you already shared? So yeah, it was, it was very empty feeling. Um, it's probably the best way to describe it. Like it, now don't get me wrong. I know Christmas was not about Lacey. Um, right. And I, I definitely, you know, appreciate what the time of the year was about, but um, 
there's just this meaningless feeling. Um, I really wanted to get my Christmas tree lights up. My kids really wanted me to get my Christmas tree lights up and I just didn't find the motivation to do it and had other stuff going on. And um, my neighbor, the kid who, gosh, he's, I want to say he's 12 or 13. He came over, they call me Mr. Mark. They're really, really polite, (laughs) well-mannered kids. And he's like, Hey, Mr. Mark, I was just, I don't mean, you know, just very like, you know, mm-hmm. just very sweet about it. And he's like, hey, uh, I know you usually have your Christmas lights up by now. I wondered if uh, maybe I could help you. Aww. I would love to like put them up for you or whatever. And I was like, oh, my gosh, dude, wow. that'd be amazing. And so he and that motivated me. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he asked me if I'm so sorry. He asked me if I needed help taking them down. Somebody else helped me put them up. Oh, but he came well, to the door cool and asked I, I got a little confused, but yeah. he. And the only reason I remembered that I had it wrong is because I remembered they were all rolled up very nicely and oh. neat. And mm-hmm. I was like, wait, he didn't No, He came down after. So um, somebody helped me put him up. But, you know, it was like uh, I, I kind of did with that same thing you were talking about with your friend is um, I didn't usually like I love getting a real Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to deal with it. And I went to Home Depot and found one on clearance, um, like a fake one. And it's yeah. like. Lacey always wanted to have a fake tree and I finally convinced her enough of the fake tree like <laughs> let's start getting real trees and then my first year I was like all right let's get a fake tree yeah um so it was hard and it, it was hard not to have her to buy stuff for um mm-hmm. the previous year I bought everything I could think of that you know because she was um relatively early in her diagnosis at that point and um I just wanted her to have a good Christmas. And so it was like anything I could think of that I thought she might like, I bought it. And I mean, she had just a lot of gifts and knew, you know, it's funny. Cause it's like, I don't know, this is just her thing, but like um, she wanted stainless steel pots and pans. And so mm-hmm. I got her a whole set of really nice stainless nice. steel pots and pans and um, this really nice uh, Japanese um, cutting knife, whatever, um, mm. trying to blank on the name, but, uh, mm-hmm. really, really nice knife, really high quality steel. And, um, just anything I could think of wind yeah. chimes and just anything mm. I could think of to, to make her Christmas special. And it's sad because like the pots and pans, she never got to use them. The mm. knife, she never got to use it. And, you know, I was so hopeful she was going to get better. Like, I believe she was going to be better, right. you know? And so it wasn't like I was buying something like for myself or whatever, right. you know, it was for her, but, um, she never got the chance to use it, but, um, yeah, there was a lot. It was like the dinner felt kind of pointless, you know, but, um, fortunately my brother comes over and spends Christmas oh, with us. Mm-hmm. So I had him here with me, you know, um, he also got me, my brother got me a, a new, really nice um, pocket knife. Like again, like a high quality nice. Japanese uh-huh. steel. Um, and I'm, I was so used to my dull knife mm-hmm. and how much pressure I had to put on it to cut things. And that's why they always say a dull knife is dangerous, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. that a sharp knife is actually less dangerous and, and safer to have a sharp knife because you want it to be able to cut easy. So you don't yeah. like, you know, cut yourself. It's usually when you're fighting with the knife mm-hmm. is when you cut yourself. So anyways, I was used to my knife and the knife he gave me was like a razor blade. And I went to open one of the kids uh, presents and I ended up slicing my finger to the bone on Christmas. And so I was just like, come on. Like (laughs) it just gave me this overwhelming feeling of like, I can't do this without her. Like I just need her. And so um, there, there were a lot of things, but that's, that's pretty much the gist of it. It just sucked, you know, but the the main thing is 
I'm what seven months past that now. Yeah. It's gotten a lot easier. Like I know yes. this Christmas is going to be much better. Oh, I know yes. this Christmas is going to be much better. I'm I'm already feeling the spirit again coming yeah. like for Christmas and um, which is exciting because it was that was sad too to like yes. not not be excited for that thing that I love so much. It's uh-huh. my favorite time of the year. I just absolutely love it. And I just didn't even care. Right. And that was like a very strange feeling. So, um, but for those listening who might be in that spot right mm-hmm. now, um, coming up on these holidays for the first time and they feel meaningless and mm-hmm. they feel pointless, um, that will fade mm-hmm. as long as you're yes. striving for that. And obviously praying about it. Yes. Um, you'll, you'll get past it. You'll get through it. And, you know, you might, you might lose these things for one season or whatever, but, um, don't let it get you down too much because like you'll, you'll bounce back and you'll, you'll feel ready to like, I've just recently had this feeling of like ready to like move forward in Mm -hmm. life. And I've always been trying to move forward, but I've really had this feeling of like, I don't know, like nobody can judge me for what I want to do in life. Like I, I, I fought hard for my wife, I'm not going to feel guilty about anything anymore. Like, I'm not going to feel guilty for laughing or what, you know, whatever. I don't know. Like sometimes you just, when you think about that person, you just feel guilty if you're like having a good time Mm -hmm. or whatever. You feel like people are looking at you. Like, how can you be so happy? Mm -hmm. Now I'm like, well, when you want to walk through my shoes and tell me that (laughs) then I shouldn't be happy, then you have a right to do that. Otherwise, like you don't know what you're talking about. Right. Exactly. Something something new that we started on Christmas morning. So it was kind of sad because we always get Cinnabons and it was like Luke's favorite thing. And so when we were sitting down eating them, I'm like, how about we all share our favorite memory of daddy? Mm. And so we just went around the table and did that. And I was like, we're going to do this every year on Christmas is like, just share our favorite memory. And so that was, that was really cool. Instead of just sitting there. I thought you meant the Cinnabon. Tell us your favorite Cinnabon memory. <laughs> well, just that you're going to go get Cinnabons over here. We are going to get Cinnabons. Oh, you are? Okay, okay. Yeah, cool. That was our tradition with Luke. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And Sorry, so, I missed that part. No, so I was just saying we're going to say our favorite thing every year. That's um, cool. Yeah, and I think it's important to share because, you know, we're sharing all the hard stuff. But like you said, it gets better. We have a whole episode called It Will Get Better. If you mm-hmm. haven't heard it, that one is just to encourage you that we are like are both of us around a year and we're telling you it gets better. Like that is all I wanted to hear those mm-hmm. first few months is it will get better. Some po- people told me it would, some people told me it wouldn't. And like, you can't just trust everything on the Facebook groups because everyone's in different places. You know, yeah. like, Hans, I just read this yesterday too. I think about someone saying the second year gets worse and da, da, da. I don't think so. I'm into the second year. You're about to be in the second year. It doesn't mm-hmm. get worse. I think it's easier i mean because time has to be it has to be you can't go back to those first few months of like just horrible yeah (laughs) you know and so it will get better so as we're sharing this i really am hoping that the listeners this gives you hope you know we're just hoping you will probably relate to what we're going through sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just nice to be like oh somebody gets it yeah no matter how much you talk to your friends and family and they love you they don't get it unless they have been a widower or widower even if they've had other grief, it's not the same. And so mm-hmm. our hope is that our stories will give you encouragement. And really the whole reason that we're here is Jesus. Like, let's bring right. it back to that. Like yeah. that's, we would not have survived. That's what I tell people. Like, how'd you survive the last year? Oh, Jesus, not me. 
And yep. I, I know actually that you get this a lot. You're so strong. I get it all the time too. But I'm like, it was not me. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it was Jesus. It's the peace that passes all understanding. It's, it's yeah. like you cannot word. word, you cannot like describe it to somebody because when we are the most broken, that is when he comes the closest. I just told this to somebody the other day who was broken heart about something, not about grief, but something else. And I said, God is close to the brokenhearted and saves mm-hmm. the Christian spirit. It's one of my favorite verses. And when I was at my darkest, those first few months or before, because that's actually worse, I think, like right when he's dying, all that stuff, Jesus came in a new way. I experienced him in a new way than I ever had before because I'd never been so heartbroken in my entire life. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, he, he does that for us in the midst of our pain. <clears throat> you know, and one of the things that, uh, I always thought about is so there's only really one gift one thing that we can do for God the only thing that we can do that really like truly pleases him as far as my understanding goes is faith having mm. faith that is like yeah it's beautiful to God when we have faith so I just always looked at it like I'm gonna have faith when it's really difficult and that's like my gift to God. Cause I can't, I, I have nothing to offer him. You know, I'm, you know, let's say he gives us beauty for ashes. Like mm-hmm. that couldn't be a more true, like literally, I don't even think I have ashes for him. Like <laughs> I just have nothing that I could offer God, um, but faith and right. faith is a choice. It really it, is. That is. Faith true. is a choice. Like it would have been very easy for you or I to just be like, I mean, really, like if you think about it, I know our faith is strong. But really, if you think about it, it would have been very easy to just be like, screw this, right. you know, and just be like, I don't want to do, I don't want to yeah. do this. I don't want to, I want to be sad. Basically, I'm mm-hmm. going to be sad because I can be. Mm-hmm. And, um, but we both made the choice of faith and just accepting that we don't, you know, lean not on your own understanding. Yeah. That couldn't have been more true. Right. That couldn't be more true for like a widow or a widower because you're not going to understand. Like, why did that have to happen? I mean, I was just having a good conversation with my daughter, eight years old about it. And I tried to, you know, I was explaining to her that like, we never know why God allows what he allows, but we trust him. Mm -hmm. We have faith because she told me it was really sweet. She said, well, daddy, there's this song that says, and she sang it. I can't sing it, but, um, God works all things together for Mm -hmm. our good. Yeah. And she was like, you know, so, and her understanding was sweet, but it was, you know, obviously a little off base, but she's like, maybe he knew that like mommy was going to like turn her back on us or something someday. And I was like, no, no, sweetheart, not like that. But like, you know, I explained to her how people got saved because seeing mommy's Mm -hmm. faith and, you know, obviously reassured her that no, that's not what that means. Mommy would have never turned her back on us, you know? Um, but you know, I'm just being real. That's, That's what she said to me. Though. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I was like, but you're on the right track that like God knows things that we don't. Right. And, um, but I explained to her about the people that got saved and that, yeah. you know, I was like, just think about it. Like our main, our main goal is heaven and life. That's mm-hmm. what we're, that's what our main hope is, is to find heaven. And some people are going to get to go to heaven because mommy got her sickness because Mm -hmm. mommy got cancer. Some of these people are going to go to heaven. That's a beautiful thing. And Mm -hmm. mommy will be getting many crowns in heaven because Mm -hmm. of that. And she was like, that's cool. You know, she was like excited about it. And I got to explain to her how 
I met Lacey through losing my job, Mm -hmm. um, getting sick and my car breaking down all at the exact same time. (laughs) And my friend's dad just offered me this little cheesy job at, you know, no offense if he's listening, but for, <laughs> he was the general manager. I was not. So to me, it was some little right. cheesy minimum wage job. But he, and he even said, like, just until you can find something else, you want to make more money. And I was explaining it to her that, well, like, because a little bit of money is better than no money. Right. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. And I said, well, guess what? All those really bad things were happening. Right. And I went and accepted this job. Right. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, that job is where I met your mommy. And she's like, so if your car never broke down and that stuff, Lukey and me wouldn't even have been born. And I was like, yeah, that's right. So we never know, you know, we just have to trust and have faith. And that's why I just go back to that. Like faith is a choice. So anybody listening, like if you, if you're struggling, like you need to choose to -hmm. be faithful and give God that gift that he will just, he wants your praise you know, and, mm-hmm. and when you can pray, it's easy to praise God when times are easy, mm. but it, it's a real gift to him to praise him when things are very difficult and you can make that choice. And I promise you, I promise you, if you make that choice, things will get easier for you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, That's I got a text. Right. <laughs> um, so, you know, and, uh, I'd say last thing that I wanted to ask you about, um, so actually two, two small things. So one thing I've noticed about the first year, mm-hmm. some people are there a lot in the beginning. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people there in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yep. When you get this far out, those people are long gone right. because it's interesting. It's nothing bad. It's just human nature, but to other people, what has happened to you becomes like yesterday's news. Right. And even though it's your daily life. So I wanted to ask you about that one. And then the other one is, I really had to find out who I was again. Mm-hmm. I was, I was like, you know, not in any negative way, but my identity was tied to my marriage. Right. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're on your own. And it was like, I don't even know who I am anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just wanted to ask you about those two things. So was it like that for you where people were there in the beginning and then they weren't anymore and not any like negative thing, but just kind of how it is. And then two, uh, did you have to like figure out who you were again? Yeah, good questions. Big Thank answers. You. <laughs> Those are some big questions. Um, so yeah, definitely in the beginning, you know, people were there, like literally there at their house and getting cards every day and like people delivering food, you know, all of it. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> then it starts to die down and it is a little bit harder. And that's where you have to also, we talked about this on Call in Your Tribe, you have to be able to reach out to people. Like, because mm-hmm. not everyone. That's a good like, point. I do that when I'm having some hard stuff. I've got some key people that I reach out to. Like, I need your prayers now. Like, mm-hmm. I need your help. I need this. Like, it's okay to ask for help. And so that's something big to remember. And also to give grace that it doesn't mean they don't care about you. They don't right. love you, all that stuff. Think about when something happens. Like, you don't always remember a year later. Like, yep. I was you know, I think just a couple of my friends remembered on the one year and that's probably because mm-hmm. I told them and mm-hmm. that was a little bit hard for me, but it's like, why are they going to remember the date? It's not even, yeah, it's not their daily life. It's not their whatever. date. And so they wouldn't, even, it's not even like a holiday, but even like, you know, on mother's day and father's day, I didn't really hear, you know, from people and, yeah. but I, I didn't really, I've gotten to the place where I don't like 
get upset about it because I understand life comes up. I don't remember everybody's everything that's going on with them, you know? Right, right, yeah. If nothing else, it reminds me to be a better friend and to reach out to Mm. people. Great Um, perspective, I like that. Yeah, like I would want someone to remember this. And sometimes when I'm in my funk, which isn't as much as it used to be with grief, it's I try to reach out to someone else. And like, like mm. who can I reach out to today? And I used to do this. I need to get back on this. I used to pick one person per day from Facebook. I choose a random person and just reach out just to say something kind to them, not wanting anything in return. Wow. I, think I want to get back to that because it helped me get off of my stuff. Like what, you know, and not That's doing cool. it because I need anything or I want anything, you know, the people. Yeah want something because they're doing a new business or whatever like sell you on their network mar- i knew it i you knew, knew it. i was gonna go there. sell you on their network marketing <laughs> yes hey i was just thinking about you the other day and uh are you <laughs> no. interested in owning your own business <laughs> and i support and love all of my friends who do that as oh of course many of you know i did it for 15 years so yeah i'm just saying I reach out to you. It's not for that. I promise. It's because yeah. I just really want to reach out to you. Um, well, but- and, and I also have been in network marketing. And so the yes. funny part about it is that you can see it coming from a mile away. Oh, <laughs> you know? yes. You're like, oh yes. yeah, I know what you're doing. You know? yeah. That's it. <laughs> not so that they don't care, but you know. Right. But anyways, that helped me get out of my funk <laughs> um, is doing that or even just going down your contacts in your phone and, you know, just say, hey, thank you. I really you. like that. Because you know how many times that helped me when, you know, God puts you on someone else's heart and they reach mm-hmm. out to you praying for you and thinking of you. And you're like, Whoa, like I really yeah. needed that today. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's something about that subject. And then wait, what was the second one? again? Uh, did you <laughs> have to like find out who you were again? Oh, 100%. I'm still learning. Like it's a, it's a process and it's can be a fun process though. Like I think we talked about it in finding joy and grief, like, figuring out what do I love? Like now that I'm on my own, I mean, I don't want to be on my own forever, but since I am like, what do I like to do? What makes me, me? And like, what are, so I've actually done this where I write down the list, like what makes me like happy? What are things that bring me joy? And like trying to figure out, like, I'm kind of in a transition with like career and what I'm doing exactly right now. And I'm trying to do that same thing. Like, what is it that makes me me. And I remember a year ago, you know, so I'm like a few months into it, like, oh my gosh, my life is a blank page. Like I could do anything, but not anything that kids, but like within reason, someone said to me the other day, I can't remember who, or when they were like, you know, in five years, when your kids are all grown, you can like go work on a cruise ship. And I was like, huh. That is weird. I just thought about how cool that would be today. Weird. We're on the same page. We're, I booked a cruise. There's some pending yeah. things on whether or not we're going to go, but yeah. um, I thought about this. I'm like, gosh, how cool would it be to just work it, to literally like you're just, your job is going on cruises. Now I know you work when you're there, but like, how cool would it be when you get off that. work? Like, like I had a friend that, well, it was Lacey's friend, but we had a friend that did it. Um, she worked, she was like a performer yeah. and she'd work, she'd do like the dancing and the shows yeah. and stuff. And she was always going all around the world. I know. So weird, awesome. though, same thought, but yeah, that, um, that tripped me out. I'm like, whoa, that was weird. Like I was just thinking about that. Like not even, not even that it was today. It was like a couple hours ago. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the point is do anything, you know, yeah. yours is like a little farther away with your kids. Growing up. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, hey, I'll just, put out a, I'll just put out a trough of food and water and yeah. <laughs> yeah. it'll be good. Put them in, put them in kids club, you know, yeah. you can go to your, I don't know what you'd be like wrapping or something what's your performance about (laughs) 
you know, you haven't quite I don't know. That far. It'd be yeah. widowed too soon. No, yes, no. we could go do our podcast. Podcasting first. live. No, yes. I don't know. Anyways, weird thought. The point is. Yes. <laughs> okay, back to um, discovering who you are. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it can be a beautiful process. Like I just bought, I'm looking at it right now, this little sign the other day that says, find joy in the journey. And like, this is a journey and it's not about, because there's probably other people like me, like after this long, like about a year, you're like, okay, my goal, I want to get married again. Like I want to, you know, and so mm-hmm. finding joy in the journey, like it's not about just the destination of where I want to go someday to be happily married again and all that. It's about the joy of today. And, and that's really another um, piece of advice I give people in the widow journey is like, just look at today. Like it's overwhelming if you look too far and mm. like, what's it going to be like tomorrow? What's going to be like in a year or two years, five years? It's okay. Take yeah. a deep breath. You don't have to know enjoy the journey. So I think I'm kind of in this spot of enjoying the journey of figuring out what are the things that I love? What makes me, me, who am I without Luke? I mean, we knew each other since I was 14. Like, mm. so it's like kind of crazy. And how old are you now? 29. No, so. <laughs> oh my I gosh. Know you, just... I know you never asked a woman that I'm just joking. <laughs> uh-huh. Just had this conversation today. Um, my kids, I'm talking about age or something. And I'm like, and you guys, for me. How old am I? And they said in unison, always 29. Cause I'm popping that <laughs> since they were little. One funny story. I was Peyton's kindergarten teacher and it was my birthday. And I was taking the kids guesses. I think I was 30 something about how old I was. And they're all telling me of age. And I'm like, you guys, I'm actually, and I think I was 35. I don't remember how old. And then he like stood up. He was like, no, you're 29. You're always <laughs> 20. He was mad. A plus. <laughs> and I was like, well, you're right. But anyways, <laughs> that one will always be something funny in my memory. That's that funny. He was like upset because I taught him since day one. And Luke would always say that you're always 29, always 29. Anyways, I totally got totally off track. <laughs> but um, the point is figuring out who you are. It's a journey. Enjoy the journey. Don't be in. It's kind of like, I don't know, like it's learning to be content. So I we might have put the song on there on one of our episodes, Gyra. And one of the long, I listen to it like every day. And it says, I have, I am. I will be content in any circumstance. And because mm. you can be like in high school, can't wait till I go to college, college, can't wait till I get married, get married, can't wait till I have kids, kids, can't wait till they grow up. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. always just because God places this thing in us that will only be satisfied with him. Like mm-hmm. no person, no thing. And yep. it's, so it's just like, enjoy where you're at. And really like this, I know I've said this verse a million times, but I keep hearing it over and over. Do not be anxious about anything, like nothing. Like let's be content in who we are and yeah. Anyways, that's my long answer. No, it's good. What you know, what about you? Like with figuring out who you are without her and like so yeah, it was hard. I did want to say one more thing on on the people that aren't, you know, aren't there anymore oh, yeah, or yeah. whatever. There was one thing I, I wanted to say that there are people who have blown me away with how much yes. they have been here. Yes. Um, my buddy Chris is like ridiculously good at always checking in on me and, and many good. other people for that yeah. matter. But um you know, but yeah, figuring out who, oh my gosh, figuring out who I am again, that was, that was challenging. (laughs) You know, I went back, um, I'm just going to be totally honest. I, um, I was a little, you know, I was going through a lot and I remembered one thing from my childhood that helped me with pain was smoking pot. And Mm -hmm. I picked that up in the first Mm -hmm. couple months after she died, thinking that would be good for me. And, um, 
you know, it, it felt good for yeah. a couple of weeks. And then uh, all of a sudden I got convicted like really hard and I just stopped. But um, I just, it just, that threw me into a lot of grief because I was like, who am I like without right. that woman? And there were just so many things like that where I was like, gosh, who, who am I? Like, right. really, is this the kind of dad I want to be? Like, don't get me wrong. I think that marijuana has a lot of good um, mm-hmm. things that it can do for people. Um, but for me, it was just going to be, it was just recreational purposes. I wanted to get high kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like an escape. And, um, that's not who I want to be anymore, you know? And, uh, so it was like, all of a sudden I'm like, gosh, what kind of, like, can I really do that? Like, I'm just going to screw up my life. And, um, you know, there was also like, I had, uh, Lacey taught me so much Mm -hmm. that like, I was, she, let me just say, she was clearly very interested in me because I had nothing to bring to the situation. Like mm-hmm. I had nothing to offer her other than my love. Um, but, you know, she taught me about money. She taught me about responsibility. She taught me about working hard. And I mean, I was a hard worker, but she taught me yeah. just different things, you know? And I got this fear that I was like, like, who am I without my support? Right. You know, my woman on my side that like encouraged me and told me what a great job I was doing. And I thrived off of that. I thrived off of her being proud of me. And it was all of a sudden things like felt meaningless. And so, yeah, I know I definitely had to like figure out who I was again. And I I see how people stumble into because also uh, I looked at Lacey as like a lot of my accountability, you know, like about you know, not doing stupid things, right. you know, I didn't want to let her down. And now all of a sudden it was like, I have no, right. like, oh, of course I have responsibility, but I had nobody holding me accountable. No person. Of course you got the Holy spirit always that'll just mm-hmm. poke at you and just be like, what are you doing? What are you mm-hmm. doing? What are you doing? So, um, yeah, no, I definitely, uh, I feel though, like at this point, um, I feel like I've got it not figured out that's not the right way to say it but like I feel like I've got a hold of it mm-hmm. like a handle on it or whatever and you know my pastor gave me some some good advice um to just embrace being single right like don't just go right like embrace yeah. being single mm-hmm. learn who you are and instead yeah. of instead of looking for what you're looking for in a woman mm-hmm. be the kind of man that will attract the kind of woman that you're looking good. for. And mm-hmm. he's like, you need to like reflect inward. And not that he was saying anything about me directly. I mean, he uh, really thinks I'm a good man, but um, you know, just, I realized how that may have sounded. It's like, you need to check yourself, you know, but he was just like, don't focus on what you're looking for. Right. Focus on becoming the man that will attract the kind of woman you're looking for. And right. Yeah. I, that just always like stuck with me, you know, mm-hmm. to like, just focus on like being a good person. And, um, and so that helped a lot, but yeah, it is, it is difficult to find out who you are again. There is, um, a Bible verse that I wanted to share mm-hmm. that I think is really good. Um, you know, it's kind of about like being courageous, I think. Um, but it's, uh, first Corinthians fifteen fifty eight, and I'm, I'm reading it out of the NIV. Uh, therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And Mm, I feel like that is just so good to like encourage you to 
be faithful and be strong and just keep doing, trying to do the right thing, you know, and keep yourself energized in that direction. But um, yeah, so those are my, uh, my little rant. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's all all good. Um, I also wanted to share kind of, we're talking about trust and faith. I had a couple of verses that really spoke to me about that. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, it is a choice. So the first one is Jeremiah 17, 7. Yes. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will mm-hmm. be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. So that one really speaks to me about, you know, just trusting and confidence, you know, and all of that. And I yeah. have another one, mm-hmm. which is Hebrews 11, 1. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Mm. Um, And I wrote next to it. Sometimes I put like dates and I put unknown future, you know, and Mm. that's what I'm praying about. Side note, a few years ago, I decided to get an actual Bible because I only had a Bible app and I was like, (laughs) I want my kids to like someone to be able to inherit because I inherited my grandma's Bible with all her highlights and everything. Oh, that's cool. So I just recently, I forgot about it and pulled it back out. Anyway, side note, it's just, good to have an actual Bible. I find I'm reading it more too. Like instead of just looking at the verse of the day, I'm like, oh, I actually pull it out, read it. Anyways, those verses really speak to me about faith. And uh, I just want to talk about like a couple more things. Um, Anniversary. Mm, This was, mm -hmm. this was a hard one for me also because it was like a month and a half after he passed away. Mm -hmm. It would have been our 17th anniversary. And um, I saw some really good advice actually on a widow page they said, make it into, instead of your anniversary, if you have kids, call it your family anniversary, um, because if that day wouldn't have happened, the kids wouldn't have happened. Like, so, mm-hmm. so what do your kids want to do? And so we kind of did that. Like I had my own time in the morning and then it was like, okay, well, this is family anniversary. Where do you guys want to go to dinner? Do you want to watch a movie tonight? And we made it more of like a fun night. That's um, cool. In the morning, I went to the cemetery and, you know, that same stuff. And did all of that and had my tears and my mom always makes these like giant cookies on everybody's anniversary like the big huge ones and she's like do you still want one I'm like yeah <laughs> and so I think she just didn't write on it like usually she would write happy anniversary whatever year but I'm like I still want one of those every year okay <laughs> and so it was it was kind of hard how was your first anniversary with that Lacey uh it was difficult it was it was I I had a lot of sadness on that day and I also um our previous anniversary was difficult too because she was in the hospital. Oh, right. And it's also our anniversary is, um, you know, four days before my son's birthday. That's right. So it's just a hard like block of time. Um, but got through it, you know, got through it. And it's, uh, I mean, it's hard, you know, every, everything has its hard things. But um, there was one more. Um, Bible verse I wanted to share so I'm just gonna squeeze it in right here but I just I love this one because it's like it's Jesus's words it's in Mark chapter 5 it's verse 36 and it's pretty straightforward Um, overhearing what they said Jesus told him don't be afraid just believe Mm. and I just love that that's just awesome it's like don't be afraid of anything just believe in God just believe he's good Mm -hmm. and um, not trying to like add on to Jesus's words, but like, you know, just don't be afraid, just believe. And I just love mm-hmm. that. It's just so straightforward. Don't be afraid. Just believe. Mm-hmm. That's just beautiful. So yeah, anniversary are hard, but I just always try to come back to like, I personally, you know, you know, me 
a little bit quite well um that like i'm not a big sentimental person right. in a lot of ways right um so i can it can feel like just another day to me like, or i guess right. a better way to say it is i could have that kind of pain on any day if i right. choose to think about mm-hmm. it it does remind you more often. And, you know, you see the memories pop up on Facebook mm-hmm. and all the ways I got to, um, you know, we got to give each other shout outs of how happy we were and this and that mm, and sweet. seeing all of them. Because on the anniversary, I posted something every anniversary. And so it's like this one day oh, where it's just like, brrr, oh, like all these yeah. memories and uh, leading up until the last one where she was in the hospital and we spent our anniversary on the phone together and Um, that was really really difficult and she was like really sad and um, that made it even harder and it was COVID so Mm -hmm. I couldn't go see her in the hospital we had to I couldn't even go see her on her anniversary so it was it was difficult but right got through it you know got through it it's another one another one down and I'm excited to get to that one year mark because I remember you saying that um, it's like this feeling of like Mm -hmm. I made it I survived it and it's like the ultimate get to goal and that's I, I'm excited. I'm almost there. And not like I'm excited for it. I'm excited oh, to get past it. You know, right. definitely. I think people listening understand that because it's like a, it's like a marathon, like yeah. um, completed the first year. Like, and it's such a weird feeling. Like for me on that day, it was so strange. Like, I can't believe in some ways it was like, it was yesterday that he passed away. Mm-hmm. And then in some ways it was like, whoa, a lot has happened, like mm-hmm. a lot. And yeah. And then everybody, um, you know, does different things. So I, I think I shared another episode, so I'm not gonna share all the details, but basically we had people over, we let off balloons with messages, you know, messages mm-hmm. for Luke and, um, you know, I wanted to be together. I showed a video of him. Some people don't do anything, you know, like it's, it's everybody's choice. How do you think you're going to handle that day? You know, I don't, it's, I'm kind of waiting to see, honestly, yeah. like I, as of right now, like for the first like six months, it was like, whoa, it was two months ago. Whoa, right. it was four months ago. Right. Every, then it, then I kind of, you know, there were a couple, a couple months where like, I didn't, notice until it had passed i'm like oh yesterday was the eight month or whatever you know yeah that happened to me. um mm-hmm. i know that won't happen at the year because i'm going to be thinking oh, yeah, about it a lot but sure. um so i don't know i mean i there's a part of me that wants to grieve it there's a part of me that wants to celebrate that that was the day that she stopped having mm-hmm. pain yes and then there's a part of me that feels like uh not in any callous way but like it's it's just another day like right to me like a lot of times the calendar dates don't like have a lot of significance mm-hmm. to, to me personally right it's just like well I mean yeah well it was on a Thursday too am I gonna think every Thursday like whoa it was 116 weeks ago or what not obviously that's the wrong timeline because right been a year no I yet, used to like, do that because you know yeah I used to do that on Saturdays I know what you're talking about well it's kind of like when you have a baby yeah. and it's like you know first the baby is you know seven weeks then the baby's 15 mm. weeks then all of a sudden you're like the baby's 49 weeks and you're like <laughs> should we say like 11 months at this point or whatever you know um, so I, I remember that one lazy she's like oh she's like I forgot what she's like oh she's like 27 weeks and I'm like um, like, <laughs> like it's not like same as same like six months or whatever whatever it is I'm not yeah you know super on the fly with math but um yeah. So, but yes, so it is kind of like, to me, 
there's a part, a very strong part of me that feels like it's just another day. Right. Um, but you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'll talk about it with the kids and with my in-laws and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I I can't visualize what it's going to be like, because I'm going to get some strange memories on Facebook. I was in a very different mental place then. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, so it'll be interesting to see those memories and I don't know. I mean, I could walk into the day and I could just wake up crying, you know, like I never really know what to expect, you know? Um, but I think, uh, so also Lacey's birthday. Oh, I was uh, about to talk about the spouse's birthday. So you go. It's very, very shortly after she, she passed away. Like, um, let's see what would be like two weeks, a little over two weeks before her, um, 35th birthday. And, Mm um, you know that, so that like, so close, it was weird. It was just weird. Cause it was like, it was just like, oh man, we should have been celebrating her birthday right now. You know, Mm -hmm. it was so fresh. Yeah. And, uh, what was, it wasn't father's day right after Luke passed, you said, or yeah, a couple weeks. Is that what the one was that was closest? Yeah. Yeah. I think two or three weeks. It was, it makes it very strange, you know, to have it be like that. But how about for you with his birthday? Yeah. Weird. Yes. And of course I'm very sentimental. So I baked a birthday cake. <laughs> Actually, Haley did. We were in Idaho for New Year's Eve because his birthday is December 30th. And, um, we, you know, we're staying with our friends, Deborah and Brian, and we made a cake and we sang to him and I cried and, um, it was, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Give me it's one okay. Second. Not yet, sweetheart. What's going on? What baby? What's the matter? Oh, it's okay. What do you need? Yay! Good job. Thanks, baby. I'm gonna be done real soon. Okay. All right. Thank you. I love you too, baby. <laughs> I'll see you in a minute. Okay. Thanks. So, just in case the audience didn't pick up on that. I'm almost done. <laughs> this episode is almost done. We're getting there, guys. <laughs> just, just hold on just a minute. I think I was telling you about um yeah, yes. Luke's birthday. So it was, I don't know, I just wanted to honor it. And it was just weird. Like he never made it to this birthday. So he died at 42. So it would have been his 43rd birthday. And it was just weird. And then also weird for me when I guess it's different for you because Lacey's younger than you. So for me, it was like, whoa, I'm the same age. Like when I turned 42, I was like, I'm the same age Luke was when he died. I don't know. It was just like, kind of. You just told your age on air. Oh, shoot. 29 of me. (laughs) When I turned 29, anyways, whatever. But the point was, it was just a little bit weird for me that I was just the same age. I don't know. It just tripped me out. But yeah, his birthday, you know, it was a little bit hard, but we were also out of town, which helped (laughs) to be a little bit like sidetracked, but, um, just like super quick. Cause there's just like a couple other little things I wanted to talk about in case anybody else has gone through these things back to school was hard. Um, Mm -hmm. also Mm -hmm. because Luke had, he had goals. So his first goal was to make it to Haley's birthday, which was May 5th. And he died May 23rd. So he made it to that. His second goal was um, Hayden's birthday, July 7th. And he missed that one. And then his third goal was Haley starting high school, which would have been in September. So, um, so it was very emotional for me taking her, you know, to high school without him there. 
Yeah, and so I'm sure for her too. Yeah, it's just those milestones that are going to come up. You know, like we've been through the first, but we're still going to have little milestones. Well, not little ones, you know, um, high school graduations, college, weddings, all of that stuff, which side note, and I I um, know that you have also been to a wedding, at least virtually. So the first wedding mm-hmm. I attended was my nephew's a few weeks ago, and that was definitely brought a brief that I was not expecting. Like when they said, tell death do us part, I was like bawling because I actually know what that is. And you listening, mm-hmm. you know what that means. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like this, and then just remembering all of our wedding. And, and then for me, the other big moment was when the bride's dad toasted her. And I was like, oh my gosh, Haley, I'm like bawling with my sister-in-law. I'm like, Haley will never mm-hmm. have that, you know? But I know God mm-hmm. provides and he'll provide the right person to be that for her, you know, yeah. walk her down the aisle and like all of that stuff. And so, that still could be a few years off. You never know. You know, mm-hmm. you might find somebody awesome and get remarried and maybe somebody will be there or maybe your dad or something. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, like, like you said, God will provide it. God will provide like the right person for her to be that father figure. No one will ever yeah. replace her father, but just to have like somebody there. Um, so that was a big one for me. Um, I mean, I know we didn't go through all the holidays, but this, this is taking a long time to go through them. But how about St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. No. <laughs> Actually, I do have to tell you this. I can't not say anything because Luke hated St. Patrick's Day. I have to tell you why. One year. So I always put out stuff from the leprechauns, right? When the kids were little. And I'm like big on sentimental holidays, all the stuff. So I got this, like these little um, shamrocks, but they were on like a wire kind of. And I put it like all through the house. He tripped on it and then he couldn't walk for a few days. Remember, he had a prosthetic leg. Um, I also got in a car accident and totaled the car on St. Patrick's Day, same day that he got tripped by. So he couldn't come rescue me from that car accident because he couldn't walk. His mom had to. Mm. And so after that, he said, no St. Patrick's Day, no leprechauns. <laughs> and the kids were kind of growing out of it by then. But that's my side note. Since she said St. Patrick's Day, he hated it because of that day. I so. really honestly said that because I didn't think it would have any significance. Let me try again. How was your flag day? Flag day. That was great. Is that like June 14th or something? I don't oh, think that was like that sounds right. I don't yeah. know. One of those days, one that of the little right. holidays. But um the rest of the holidays, I mean, Halloween was hard. Yeah, I know also... for me too. Having little kids, trick-or-treating, yeah. like any and it I'm sorry, I, I just realized I want to take off, over my story, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let me tell your story. No. <laughs> Go ahead, um, so I was just going to say real quick that uh, the kids and I, we what we would used to do was uh, Lacey would take them out trick-or-treating or I would take them out trick-or-treating and one of us would stay home for the trick-or-treaters. Oh, that's nice of you. But it was like, we couldn't do it. We never you know? did that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, well, we both, we liked both sides. Of it. We both liked seeing oh, okay. the trick-or-treaters coming and we both liked taking our kids out. So we would like trade off. Oh, okay. Um, but it was like, it was interesting because it was one or the other, you know, but anyways, I'll let you finish your own story. No, it's okay. I just, <laughs> Luke also loved Halloween, like he, cause he loved fall because he loved football and all mm-hmm. the stuff. And so that was like another fun thing. And you know, the last couple of years, actually every year, even the last Halloween, he would walk one lap around um, the neighborhood with us. And it was just like something that he loved, like to watch the kids, you know, trick or treat and hang out with me and it was he would dress up sometimes and you know it was just beautiful and I missed it this year I mean my kids are older but they still wanted to trick-or-treat but with COVID Mm. there wasn't much going on as far as like the houses and stuff but that was um, a hard one and then one more I think then I've gone through most of it well there's another one but (laughs) um basically all the holidays were hard the first year Easter for some reason hit me the day before 
that was a weird one for me. Like just, I wasn't as bad on Easter, but for some reason, I, oh, it was like dying the Easter eggs. So my kids have always done it with Luke. I make all of them do it this year. Nobody did it, but Haley. So it was kind of sad, just me and her like mm. dying the Easter eggs. And so it's just weird. Like he was definitely missed. Um, and then he also, I guess he loved all the holidays because I'm like, and he also loved this one. He also <laughs> loved Fourth of July. You know, we already kind of talked about, mm. you know, our Fourth of July's, but that was a big one. I actually went to the cemetery this year because it, I was sad and missing him. Um, I think that's most of them. New Year's Eve. That was a weird one. Um, I was in a totally different place, but I remember seeing this like little meme. Actually, I saw it again somewhere recently, and it was like, I guess my New Year's Eve kiss this year will be it was like a Hershey's kiss or something and like all these widows are like yeah I hear you like, like <laughs> it just it was like he loved that too anyways I could go on and on because I guess he loved all the holidays except for St. Patrick's Day so mm-hmm. um yeah and then my own birthday was difficult um without him one quick memory because the last <clears throat> time we ever went out to eat was my birthday the year before um because he died in May and that was in March and it was the the time we connected the most, when we got the most real about him dying. Mm. And I remember just holding his hand across the table and just like, I started started bawling and I'm like, you know, it's hard because unless there's a miracle, this is like my last birthday with you. And he just starts crying and he's like, I, it's good to see that you care. Cause I, I would try to be tough so much. And I, you know, I think you relate to this mm-hmm. or you, they didn't see us cry because we're trying to be tough. Mm-hmm. And like, and then in his mind, he thought I didn't care because I was like not crying and not, you know, all of that. And I just remember just like, it was such a special, I don't know, like moment time whatever, connecting yeah. with each other, you know, but also so bittersweet. I mean, remember everything in my mind, I'd say this is bittersweet because I knew it was the last, mm-hmm. the last birthday, the last this, the last, I mean, it is such a weird feeling knowing that, but anyways, I've talked a lot about holidays, <laughs> um, you know, and I just really want to bring it back to, again, like this, it's not about the holidays. It's not about that. It's about where do we get, how are, how are Mark and I able to be here today and laugh and smile? It's not because of us. It's because of Jesus. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want the audience to really get that, that this is not like, so we have some kind of like widow superpowers. Like <laughs> it's like, we don't, you know, if you, you know, don't have the same kind of peace, you can have it. It's not like just for us you know, Jesus is there for all of us and is the way that we are able to survive. And I like to say, not just survive, but thrive. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to just survive life. Jesus came that we could have life and have life abundantly. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to just survive. You know, I want to move forward and have hope and give hope to others. And yeah. Do you have anything to add to that? Uh, I agree. Um, <laughs> and casting your, your cares mm-hmm. upon him just giving it to him, like truly giving it to him and letting him take it for you. And, uh, you know, it might not, it might not be like you just pray and all of a sudden you're like, ah, I feel better. Right. But if you pray for that consistently, I believe he will answer you. Um, and, uh, I think we're living proof of it. I mean, we both loved our spouses. Mm -hmm. Um, I adored my wife. Mm -hmm. She was my whole world. She meant right. everything to me. So like, I understand the pain of it. And it's like, I don't feel like there's, um, I, I don't feel like there's, obviously there's things I can't relate to with other people in particular, but like, yeah. I just feel like I truly 
understand like what the pain is. So it's not like we're masking it. It's not like we're right. pretending like we really do feel the peace of God. And um, like you said in the beginning, it surpasses all understanding. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, but it's true. I feel true joy in my heart. And, you know, I just, I feel like he, you know, there's that saying uh, or that uh, little poem or whatever about the, oh gosh, I can't even remember, but like the, the footprints. Yes. Where it's like, it was then that I carried you. Like, yeah. I feel like there's been one set of footprints in the sand over the past year. And right. um, I just feel like he's carried me because I've, I've cried out to him. I've cried out to him that, yeah. um, I need him. And, mm-hmm. you know, you just humble yourself, you turn from your sin, you repent. And then I feel like you can just ask him for anything and you ask him to give you courage, to give you strength, to give you faith. And um, as you exercise and show him that faith, I think he will strengthen it. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, you'll be at the year mark yeah. and you'll be like, whoa, I did it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like the year is like a big checkoff because it's like, yeah. I know if I can have survived a year, that's proof that I can do it. Yeah. Like, you know, you go, like you said, you go through everything. You now yeah. have, you know, the house in your own name and the yeah. bills all figured out. And I mean, I sure hope you're paying your bills by the year mark, you know, otherwise you got other <laughs> problems, but like, you know, you got everything you figured out. <laughs> That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Um, so you get your mail, you bring it in the house, <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. handle it. I know, I know. <laughs> no, I just, just lost kidding. a few bills here and there. <laughs> but um, no, I just I feel like it's uh yeah, it's God. It's totally mm-hmm. God. It's God carrying us because of our faithfulness and our desire to um reach out to him. Yeah, you know something I just keep thinking of over and over. It sounds really cheesy, it's from uh Jerry Maguire, but you know show me the money (laughs) that wasn't the quote (laughs) can you jump on your chair (laughs) so no it's you completely you complete me and that should not be about a person that should be about god because if the other person completes you if they pass away if something happens you're empty and yes we go through some of that but i just wanted to say that to encourage all of us in this widow journey widower journey that jesus should be the one that completes us and mm-hmm. when we are complete, then we can be complete for another person. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just really like he had me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> that actually kind of went with it more than show me the money. But anyways, <laughs> the human head weighs eight pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to say with a list. <laughs> you know? I can't say. Anyways, we're getting all off track. But the point, the point is Jesus story hour. Yes, but that's that. That's the point. So, um, yeah, I think I I shared a lot. So yeah, I think we got all of the holidays. All this was stuff. a long one. I think I feel yes. like this was a long one. I apologize. Right. There's a advance. lot of holidays, right? Yeah, there are. So we um, had to cover Flag Day. Yeah. Do you want to like pray us out? Sure. Yep. I would love to. Okay. Lord God, uh, just want to give you so much glory and praise for helping us get through this. I know I've received a lot of message from a lot of people and, um, 
you know, there's a couple people in particular I can think of, but I don't know if they'd be comfortable with me sharing, but I know that you have given them the same hearts for healing. Um, and I just thank you for that. I thank you that there's so many people out there that you are just walking through this really difficult journey and that they are having faith. And I, I thank you for their faith. It's so beautiful. It's so awesome that we are all walking down this same road together and that we've gotten to, um, you know, meet really nice people and have these friendships. And mm-hmm. um, it's just, I've met a lot, a lot of really kind people because of this podcast that also have this beautiful heart for you, Jesus, and um, incredible testimonies. I've read some really powerful testimonies and of just faithfulness and love. And I just, I uh, thank you for all of this, this experience you've shown us. And um, I would just pray for all those Lord who are in the beginning of this and that you would just let them feel right now in their soul that they will get through this, that they are just in a season right now and that you are strengthening them or teaching them something, but that you are right by their side, even when it doesn't feel like it, because we all know it sometimes doesn't feel like it, Mm -hmm. but just remind them that you're there. And Um, I pray for them on these holidays as they approach their first. Mm -hmm. Some people are even further out than us. And I I thank you for that Um, because it it does just get better over time. And it's just something that we're so grateful for your love, Jesus. I pray that you would help us all be with us all. Give us guidance and wisdom and courage to face this Um, this battle with faith and I pray and ask all of these things in the holy name of Jesus Christ amen amen well thanks everybody for joining us today if you liked this podcast we'd love it if you'd share with other people who are also going through grief so that I can help them and if you're listening on apple if you could give it a little bing five stars that would be awesome it helps get the word out and helps bing I usually do that. I just said Bing. So thanks for doing the actual. You did say it. I just said Bing. So thank you for adding Mm -hmm. the Bing. Um, The five stars. If you want us to pray for you, send us an email. Um, I just forgot our email. Widow too soon M. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) This is why there's two of us. Widow too soon M at gmail.com or you can also follow us on instagram at widowed to soon underscore and you can send us a direct message there and we love to pray for you or just you know if you want someone to talk to if you're feeling alone send us a message we will be there we will respond and um yeah we just thank you for being here and we look forward to seeing you again next week have a great day bye thank you (laughs) 